Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marshani. As always, we appreciate you stopping by. If you've ever missed any of these shows in their entirety, Apple Music, Stitcher, and Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests. We have a fantastic young man on the program today, and he's been to a, tough and a few different programs, but his last school was in North Alabama. He spent time in Louisville, but he began at the JUCO route. But nonetheless, he's a standout defensive end. And we were talking prior to the show. He was, I, I saw him down at the College Gridiron Showcase, but he also participated in the Tropical Bowl, and he had an invitation to the Hula Bowl, but he decided it would be best to rest up and not hinder any progress that he made in the previous weeks. And that's a busy month if you guys are familiar with anything. But with that said, Michael Boykin, welcome to the program. How's this afternoon treating you? Good, good. Oh, every day, every every day is good. Just getting better every day and focusing and just you know taking that next step forward until it's time for me to uh, accomplish my dreams. Yeah, I mean, from an early age, when did that dream start to kind of really, you know, I guess start to carve its way into your heart? Man, I'll probably say like when I was maybe seven or eight years old. I didn't play organized football for the first time until I was like nine or ten, you know, but, like, when I was, like, seven or eight, that's when I first, like, really started to fall in love with the game and fall in love with with just, you know, downs and sacks. And, you know, I, I, said, I, I said, I told myself, I was, like, when I was eight, nine years old, I'm like, man, this is what I want to do one day. <laughs> well, I mean, you're pretty darn close, Michael. I mean, you've doing every, been doing everything possible to get yourself in the right situation. And in January, you were a very busy man. Um, you're down mm-hmm. to Tropical Bowl. Then you go to the four, uh, Tropical Bowls in Florida. Then you spend a week in Fort Texas at the College Grand mm-hmm. Showcase. You also mentioned you could have been in Honolulu for the Hula Bowl, but you decided yeah. <laughs> a little bit less wear and tear. What was that month like, just being able to showcase some skills and, more importantly, allow NFL teams to know you, just not on the guy on tape, but to know you as a man in person? It, that, I, I thought that was the most important part, you know. Um, before the tropical bowling, before the GCS, I think I had, like, I think I had, like, they had heard of my name, you know, but I think they had not seen me in person. And you know, for me to be able to go and move around and change direction and and, and show what I can do out of a stance and show my explosiveness and all that, I think I, I think that was the biggest thing for me, just showing them what I can do. You know, I, I I think I blew a couple of people's minds, but you know, just definitely showing what I can do and, and and displaying my talents that was that was that was the most important thing for me. Definitely, and you got you got great burst. I I think that initial quick twitch from that you know off the snap is something that I, I noticed, especially down at the GCS, watching you do those individual drills. I thought you really showcased uh, some fantastic again burst and just that quickness. And I, I mean, teams covet yeah. that. 
Um, growing up, were you always the better, bigger athlete, or is that something you kind of grew into as you grew older? I guess you can say that, yeah. Well, I, I, I was probably like when I was a freshman, I was like two fifteen, two twenty, and so uh, you know, I, I I thought I was a receiver back then. I, I ain't know what I was thinking. I thought I was a receiver, tight end type type dude. But you know, uh, my coach, uh, I, I I had some coaches. You know, they made me put my hand in the dirt, and I I, I appreciate them for it. <laughs> now I gotta ask you this. Since you thought you might be a receiver, and sometimes those habits are hard to break, Michael. I know a lot of guys come on the show, and once you have that hand in the your hand, you know your ball, that the football in your hands, it's something hard mm-hmm. to. You know, did you ever joke around with any of your college coaches that you maybe could use some trick plays and they could throw you in and you could catch a touchdown pass? Oh, absolutely. I used to tell them all the time. I used to say, especially because I done played on some teams that you know we kind of struggled in when we got in like the three, four yard line. I used to tell my coach, I used to say, man, just give me the ball. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I I think I'm good for two yards, three yards. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Once again, Michael Boykin, the standout North Alabama defensive end, kind enough to take some time and join us here on the C2P as we find out what this young man brings to that draft table. And you folks out there listening, you know this thing's closing in on us. We're about to turn the page on the calendar, March. And then once we hit March, it is like supersonic speed by the time we get to the end of April. And this young man is doing everything possible to put himself in the good graces of the 32 NFL teams. So, I, Michael, I ask every guy that comes on the program this question. We throw you in the film room. You're watching tape with these NFL scouts. They're breaking you down. In your words, what do you think those hallmark home run abilities are that they're going to fall in love with that's going to lead you to be on a 53-man roster? Um, I think probably my versatility. I think my versatility more than anything is going to be able to help me. Um, I think that I'm one of the only few, if not the only defensive tackle for my side with my size in this draft that can, you know, play five technique, play three technique and play nose. I wouldn't have, a, I wouldn't have an issue. I mean, I, I played a bunch of significant snaps at both spots. So, I, you know, I, I think that's going to be the biggest thing for me, you know, just showing them that I can play multiple positions and showing them that I'm explosive and fast for my size. I think that's what's going to be the difference in a team taking a chance on me and, 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 and not. Fair enough. And is that something the NFL teams talked about at the, at the, at the Tropical Bowl or the CGS, that they like that versatility, or did that was something that they kind of kept to themselves? Because sometimes they don't like to reveal too much, Michael. No, they, they're not going right, to praise yeah. you too much. No, they're not. No, they're not. They are not going to praise you. It seems like some of them don't want to praise you at all. But uh, – <laughs> But no, uh, no, seriously, they, um, yeah, they, you know, I, I had a couple of scouts tell me, man, you know, I, I like the way you, I like the way you change direction, um, you know, things like that, you know, they didn't, they don't say uh, too much or nothing, you know, they, they more so like to evaluate and watch. Yeah, and it, you know, it's probably better that way. If they, if, if one of the teams say, Michael, we think you're the best player in the draft, then you're like, well, I think I'm going to this team, I, I feel it, and then lo and behold, that might not happen. So it's probably better they, they don't just flushed all the compliments, you know, at you. How about this one? And we asked this to benefit you. And I know you began at the Juco route, you, and then, you, you know, you played at Louisville. You ended up at North Alabama. You've had a few stops. And I think that speaks to the versatility in terms of, you know, being a quick learner, good IQ on the football field, different systems, adjusting to different teammates, different environments very quickly because you had success at all your stops. But with that said, I mean, what other traits – go unnoticed that these teams in the need to know about Michael and it could be film study 
a weight room warrior, talking about your football IQ, like I mentioned a minute ago, about being with different teams, community service, uh, maybe the system you ran didn't allow you to blitz more, drop in coverage. What do these teams need to know about to still help you get drafted? I feel like no matter what, no matter what a team asks me to do, um, I feel like I'll be able to take on the challenge. The crazy thing is at Tennessee State, for a little while when I was there, uh, I, I actually did stand up some. I, I dropped back in coverage probably like one time and covered a tight end. I think um, I feel like the most unknown trait about me, I feel like my strength. I don't know if I look pretty strong, but I think I'm a pretty strong dude. Um, I think that's I, I, I think that's probably the number one biggest thing for me is my strength, you know, being able to play strong, being able to play big. You know, I, I, I feel like that's really going to benefit me and, and – and hopefully a team will pay attention to that. Now, you come across as a, a happy-go-lucky guy. When does that switch get flipped and you become this mean and tenacious defensive tackle, defensive end that we, we've kind of accustomed to seeing? When it's ball time, you know, when it's, when it's, when it's, when, when it's game time. Um, when it's game time, a whole different dude. Um, I, I, don't, I don't too much have a whole lot to, lot to smile about. You know, we joke around. I, I have fun. <laughs> That's the biggest thing for me. You know, I, I, I love to go out there and have fun. You know, I, I ain't saying, you know, don't take it serious, but it, it's, every, it, it's not football wouldn't be the same if you're not having fun with it. I mean, yeah, it's a serious thing. You know, you got to do your job, but, you know, you got to have fun out there, man. You know, you got to have fun doing what you're doing. Now, and you, you, you're kind of getting me excited. Are you the lightning rod? Did the guy, your teammates feed off you when you guys are breaking home? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I um, you know, you know, programs that I played on, you know, we kind of had down years and stuff like that. And you know, I used to just tell people, I used to say, man, you know, uh, you know how how the score is going to turn out has nothing to do with how you're playing and how hard you're looking. You know, uh, always go out there and play hard. You never know who's watching. You know, I mean, what you put huh. on film is your resume. Fair enough. Great, great point. You're right. What you put on film is your resume. And that's why we're talking, man. Three all-star invites, Hula Bowl, Tropical Bowl, and the CGS, all opportunities that Michael Borkin had, took two of them, decided to rest, and make sure he's healthy and ready to go when the end of April comes and he hears the nearest name called. Outside of football, Michael, I mean, what else do you love doing with your life? I mean, what, any other passions, any other hobbies? Uh, I probably like, you know, just sitting back and I, I, I read a lot. I read a lot on a lot of different situations. Um, you know, I, I read up on, 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 you know, different cancers and different diseases, different, like different, you know, I'm just a real guy that wants to know a bunch of information about it. Like if it's something that I read about and it's interesting as all get out, the first thing I'm gonna do is go to my safari and Google it, look it up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm big on that. Like a uh, like it's two it's two pass rushes I've been paying attention to a lot, you know, lately, and they've had great career. You know, Dwight Freeney, Robert Robert Masters, you know, and I look at their numbers, I'm like, dang, I didn't know their numbers was this good, you know. So and I, you know, I just like to, I'm I'm just a real, real football knowledge junkie. I just want to know a lot of information about a lot of different things. I love it. So a little bit of a historian as well, going back with those Indianapolis Colts. Again, I appreciate hearing those, a little bit of a throwback type name. That's for your generation. That's that. I mean, those, those guys were in their prime. You had to be pretty young watching them. Right. Yeah. They were, yeah, yeah. Those guys were in their prime when I was like 11, 12, 13, something like that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, Absolutely. So yeah. And those, that uh, two monsters, I mean, two, two monsters 
both ended up with rings. That's how good they were. Um, Michael, we're almost out of time. Fantastic show thus far. And, again, we want to just say thanks again for stopping by. But we always like to end on some uh, lighthearted off-the-wall questions. We call it three and out. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Now, when you wake up on a Saturday morning before game day, do you have any superstitions that you must follow? Hmm. Mm, I I eat light. I don't eat that much. I eat light, and I make sure I, I, I overload myself with water. <laughs> Fair enough. You don't get bloated or nothing? Mm, no. You, when you say bloated, what you mean? Feel heavy, like drinking. You know, like I'm a runner, so I usually like. I don't like drinking too much before I go run it. I feel kind of like, you know, like heavy or, you know, like. Right. You know what I mean? Do you, right. That don't, that right. don't yeah, look definitely, back and uh, Not really, you know, because some of the games, over over 50% of like when I was in the FBS and I played at Louisville, but we had three or four games that you knew it was going to be hot outside. And so I, I just want to make, sure make sure I'm hydrated enough to be able to run to the ball full speed every play. Yeah, fair enough. Like, yeah, you got all that equipment on. That's a whole different situation. Fair enough, fair enough. How about this one? Um, now you played at a couple different schools, and I, I don't know all the coaches, so I'm just going to allow you to think of one of the coaches that you played under, and what was one of their pet peeves, comically? What was one of those funny pet peeves, maybe during practice, that you guys would not, not do purposely, but it was just maybe, you know, your shirts are out, maybe the socks aren't up, something like that that would really catch the – you know, make a coach irate and them just kind of maybe something you guys would laugh about after practice. Uh, I had a coach, Coach Upshaw. Coach Upshaw would have days, he'll have days where he come out and he really, really, he really, really going at it. Like, he, he really at it. Like, he, he, he got his hard nose on that day. You know, like, he'll be, he'll, he'll be chill. He'll chill. He'll chill if you're getting your work done. But then, like, if he see, if he see, okay, they're not really – they don't look as good. They didn't look as good this day on inside run as they did yesterday. So he tried to he, – he come out in them first five periods of practice, feel like the whole practice. <laughs> he be out there going super hard. <laughs> and we'll just laugh about it after practice. But, yeah, man, Coach, Coach Cordell Upshaw from uh, North Alabama. Man, that's great. And the final one, um, as we approach this draft, I'm sure you're going to be with family and friends that week, that weekend to wait hearing your name come off the board. But with that said, Michael, who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have ready as you celebrate that day? Oh, man. Um, my Duke. My Duke is definitely the best cooker now. Now, it's, it's a tussle between <laughs> her and my grandmama. My grandmama, my grandmama made, you know, you know they, they kind of going at it with the homemade cheese spaghetti. I don't, I don't know which one makes the better one now, but. I I probably have to say I I probably say I I I have to get at the my Duke so my Duke's definitely the best cook she know she get in the kitchen and do her thing and uh on uh I I I would like some buffalo dip buffalo dip sounds Ooh. good fair enough man you had it, that it has to be delicious because you you weren't that was a, I could tell you were thinking on that one and and you went with the one that sounds best it sounds delicious Michael. Fantastic stuff. Again, we appreciate you. We know you got a lot going on. You're very busy as you train every day for this next level. We always like to stay stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we just appreciate you stopping by the C2P. Absolutely. God bless you all, man. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. Once again, that is the North Alabama standout, Michael Borkin, here on the C2P. And so much to like about this young kid. And he talks about the change of direction. 
his versatility, so many positive things that this young man has been able to do throughout his collegiate career, and we're just very appreciative of his time. If you want more of him, Apple, Stitcher, Blog Talk, all opportunities to listen to our featured guest, Michael Boykin. This has been a C2P exclusive. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 